Greetings and welcome to episode 16 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niamma. Today, as we prepare to enter the new year of 2021, I thought it would be nice to just reflect on some previous episodes that we've done this season. And I have the good fortune and I'm so thankful and grateful to be blessed to know such amazing people with inspiring stories and inspiring and uplifting journeys. And so sit back, relax, and take a listen to these mic drop moments from the first season. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619 615- Seven five two zero four six two. So the first guest that you're going to hear from is Nicole Shabazz. And on her episode, she talks about how a love for travel has brought about a sense of joy and well-being in her life. And as everyone knows, We are in the midst of a global pandemic. And so on this segment, you'll hear her talk about some of the ways that she has found to um, replace being able to travel internationally. Take a listen. So, for example, I know that you are um, an avid hiker. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell me about, um, you know, how now that we're not doing international travel and things like that, how have you kind of incorporated more of the hiking in and into your wellness practices? Right. And so, you know, I've always been very interested in hiking and I have a trail buddy that I like to hike with. She and I, with other people kind of come and go, but she and I definitely have been getting out um, at least one day a week uh, since we kind of been having this stay at home order. Um, and I think, you know, I get the same types of feelings, maybe not to the same degree as when I am, uh, on a trip, but kind of a similar type of thing. So, you know, picking out a trail to go to, going to trails we haven't been to before, which we like to mix it up and, oh, let's try this trail. Let's try this trail. So many trails throughout Southern California. So, you know, finding different trails. So there's that that same variety and seeing something new. It's always an adventure because um, we don't always know how to find a trail. Sometimes we get off of the trail, but, you know, we're still having a good time and getting back to where we need to get back to. Yeah. And then, you know, we like trails that are more... Um, have a lot of vegetation so that you really feel like that you're not in the city. Um, uh, and so you're out and walking and, you know, just really 
communing with nature and, and the same, I think it's the same type of sense of, you know, um, energy and just the, the calmness is very soothing and relaxing for me. Um, you know, sometimes we talk and we have periods of time where we're not talking, we're just walking and just, you know, looking around. <clears throat> may stop and take pictures or something, but, you know, just, just being out there and being able to recharge, rejuvenate, um, and clear, clear my head. Um, <clears throat> I like to push myself a little bit so that, you know, like we want to do something like moderate so that we can get a little good, a pretty good workout in. And, and so that's the thing we've been doing lately is, is going to trails that are a little bit more strenuous for us because now that's a mental challenge because, you know, you're really having to, uh, become one with your body and your mind, your spirit to, you know, um, hike some of these trails, especially the ones where you have a pretty good elevation gain. So, um, you know, so I think I, I get some of the same feelings that I get with travel, with doing the hiking and getting out and going to different areas in Southern California to um, experience some of the trails and just the natural beauty that we have. Yes, definitely. And there's, there is a lot of natural beauty here. I, I think we're very fortunate to live where we live mm-hmm. um, and to have access to so many, you know, great trails and, and you know, that scenic um, thing, like you said, you know, there's something about being in nature. It just makes you feel, you know, close to spirit and, mm-hmm. um, you know, makes you just grateful and marvel at, you know, the beauty of God's creation. So, we, we did one hike um, at a place called Dripping Springs. It was um, me and my main uh, hiking buddy and then two other um, ladies joined us. And we hiked in and then sat and had a nice, you know, we usually have like a little snack sometimes, sometimes, um, and, you know, chit-chatting and we came back out. And at the end, one of my friends like, you know what, let's stop almost at the end of the trailhead. Let's uh, have a prayer. And so we stopped and we all four of us held hands and as she started praying the wind whipped up and it's like the wind just circled us it's just like it just circled us wow. and then it died down out of nowhere and because it wasn't a windy day it just picked up when we were praying and wow. circled us you know for you know like half a minute or something and then it just died down and we all after we got done and opened our eyes we all looked at each other did you feel that did you experience that it was just it was wild it was wild but wow. you know it's just that communing you know and and with nature and, and that connection with all things that are i mean i feel like that you get that when you're out um, in nature mm-hmm. yeah. yeah most definitely So later on in Nicole's episode, she talks about a road trip that she took, which began with a coin flip and all of the things that she discovered just in the process of taking this road trip. Take a listen. Um. And then it got, got so good to us. We were like, okay, it was time to go back home. But we were like, okay, I, I don't know if we want to go back. I'm still got some driving in me. So <laughs> we were like, well, we could head back, start heading back home and maybe go to Palm Springs or, you know, what, what about Santa Barbara? I've been wanting to go through there. So we decided to do Santa Barbara and just got in the car and drove. And that was almost a whole day drive too. Um, went a different direction. So I was like, huh, I think when you get to Bakersfield, you can get 
get off of the 15 and go around a different way to go over there instead of going the traditional way down and then like through LA. So figured out a quarter to, uh, charted a different course than what the GPS was wanting me to take because it was really wanting me to go the way that you're supposed to go. So we got off on a, off the beaten path on a little two lane road and just driving, looking. And so even that, you know, driving in the car for myself, seeing different sites, different terrain, people drive differently in different places, you know, just everything about it, you know, seeing the different sites, bring it, breathe in the different air. Um, you know, just fantastic. And so same thing, we got to Santa Barbara, it was late at night, the, found the room, got some food and just, you know, crashed and got up and got ready to head back the next day. So, you know, not necessarily doing anything, but the drive itself was something. And, you know, we talked during the trip and played music, but I did, it was like a meditation. The driving was a meditation for me. Um, to clear my mind, I was thinking about things and maybe things I might want to put into action and just, you know, looking around and just enjoying the sights and slowing down. If there was something I saw of interest pulling over, so not going anywhere fast. You know, typically we're on the highway and we have somewhere to go and we're just moving and we're driving and not thinking about it. I was in the slow lane, I think, the whole time because I was just, you know, <laughs> wow. taking it easy. I'm like, I wasn't, I mean, and we were driving somewhere, but we weren't really, you know, with the, the point was to drive. It wasn't, where we were going to so it was the drive it was the experience and looking around not where we were getting to it was the journey mm -hmm. that was what was important and yet we did have a destination but the journey was what was important about that whole thing the journey is what was rejuvenating the journey is what was the meditation the journey is what you know brought that sense of happiness and peace and clearing my mind the journey was not where we ended ultimately ended up yes. even though that was fine too so yes. um you know so just that whole process so that was just like a wonderful trip it was maybe four days mm -hmm. but it was just you know fabulous and so you know the plan is in a couple of weeks to do to go ahead and do that northbound trip that we didn't the flip the coin didn't end up so this is a little bit more thoughtful because now we know we're going north but still, it's still the same concept. The journey is, you know, driving. And so really the planning is where we're going to stop and spend the night, not so much what we're going to do, the places we stop to spend the night. But this, you know, when do we need to rest? Um, mm -hmm. Because it's really the journey that we are, are out looking for and, and wanting to um, experience. Wow. I love, love, love this. And, you know, it's like, so really, I guess we can just reframe it to say the journey is actually the destination. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The journey is the destination. Wow. The next guest you will hear from is Rakia Michelle, host of the Soul Stories podcast. And on her episode, she talks about how quitting her day job and stepping out on faith led to her sense of well-being. And let me tell you, this episode was so much fire and so rich that we had to split it up into two separate episodes. Rakia is indeed a storyteller, as you will hear. Take a listen. You know, one thing I learned about myself during this process is that 
we talk good game. I talk good game. I know I'm not alone. We talk good game. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about having faith. I've talked about having faith, but then would not act on my faith, would not trust my faith, trust my source, trust my God, my creator, my universe, my supplier, whatever you want to call the divine. Mm-hmm. Talk about faith, but not live in it, not act on it. So this experience has really uh, called me to the carpet about, you know, about that, you know, that sense of talking one way, but walking a different way. Mm -hmm. And so this experience forced me to stand up in it. It forced me to stand up in my faith. And that hasn't always been easy over these last, um, two years. Um, I was sharing with someone recently. I'm not, I don't know if it was you. I can't remember who it was, but I was telling somebody just recently that here school was starting and it was yet the second academic year that started without me. Mm -hmm. I remember you saying that. Okay. Right. You know? (laughs) And so in these two years, I've had to really, really, really dig deep. Um, not knowing, well, let me back up. When we work, we get paid. That's just easy. You work, you put in your hours, you get your paycheck or paid, whatever, you know, whatever, in, in whatever ways that we're paid. And I know for me, I had become to rely, I had come to rely on that like most people, mm-hmm. you know. I get my check on the 30th day of the month. I know who needs what. I know who's expecting what. I know what I have left over, generally speaking. So when I look up and I don't have that anymore, I'm all discombobulated. I don't know what's happening. And what this experience taught me is that I had become to see my employer as my source. Mm. And my employer is never my source. Absolutely not. (laughs) Quite frankly, hell, I'm not my source. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had come to see even me as my source. I get out here, I go to work, I teach, I make my money, and then I, you know, take care of myself. But at the end of the day, I don't make my money as such. God provides and God uses that job as his way to bless me financially, to care for me financially. But it's not the source itself. You know, it's the source's avenue. It's not the source. Mm-hmm. And I had to really kind of really get that through my head. As we continue our discussion about faith, our conversation turns to help and the concept of giving and receiving. And let me tell you, this is such a touchy subject for many of us. So take a listen. It's kind of like, when I think about this, I liken it to, you know, that story, it has different versions, but ultimately, you know, the story where the man, um, the, the water was rising and the man asks God, you know, to send help. And he like sends a um, first he sends like a patrol out and he's like, no, I'm gonna wait on God. And then he sends like a 
people in a canoe. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to wait on God. Then he sends like a big ship or something. No, nah, I'm going to wait on God. Then he sends like a helicopter. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to wait on God. And then he dies. And he's like, God, yo, what happened? And God's like, yo, man, I sent all this help for you. You know, I sent the, the rescue team. And I sent the canoe. I sent the ship. I sent the helicopter. You wouldn't take it. And it's for me, it became this notion of, Rukia, what are you doing? God is sending help and you're not taking it. And then um, earlier this year, so that was at the beginning of the year, maybe around the springtime, I was working out one day outside on the great lawn in, in my complex and I was working out. Um, I don't know. I, was, I had to be doing burpees because I don't like those. And it had to be like, it had to be a burpee or something or something I don't like. I don't know. But I just remember jumping up. And so, and, or it could have been a jumping jack. I don't know. But it was something where I, I literally, I jumped up. And when I jumped up, I, I had this idea all of a sudden. It hit me. And I literally started talking out loud, like me and God, we were having a whole conversation. And I said, you know what, God, this is what I realized just now. When I, when I say God, God got me and God is helping me or God provides my needs. I said out loud, God, I don't expect that to come from my friends. I don't, I don't expect um, my friends to be giving me money, you know, giving me, loaning me, whatever. Like, I don't, that's not my idea of you taking care of me. Like literally I'm saying this out loud. And the next thought was, so you expect me to drop a bag of money down at your feet. Like literally this is what I could hear. Like, so you're expecting just literally a bag of a sack of money to just fall out the sky. No, ma'am. That's not how this works. I use anybody and everybody to do my will. And sometimes that's going to come from your friends. Sometimes it's going to come from strangers. Sometimes it's going to come from a job or a client or a lottery. You know, you name it, but you don't get to dictate how I provide for you. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, I was back on the ground. <laughs> no more bur burpees, no planks. I was just laying on my mat. I was just on my mat. That's it. I was just on my mat. Because it hit me. You don't get to dictate to God, to your source, how it comes. And that has been my biggest lesson in all this. My job is to be grateful, to be gracious, to be thankful and appreciative. My God is to honor, my job is to honor God, to bless others in as much as I can, how I can, whenever I can. And my job is to receive God's blessings into my life and worry not who they come from because ultimately they all come from God. God's messenger is God's business, not mine. Mm -hmm. That's been my lesson. That's been probably my biggest lesson in all this. Wow. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Oh, that is such that is such an amazing story. And wow, I mean, what a lesson in recognition, in acceptance, in um, receiving, and you know, especially as you talk about that story of all these things, you know, are presented to us, but we we reject and we refuse the blessings, even though we've asked for them. You know, it's it's like how mm -hmm. how crazy is that? 
This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at harmonicsoulwellness.com or contact us at 619-752-0462. The next guest you're going to hear from is McKenna Garganu. And on her episode, we split it in two parts because it was so rich and so full. Her episode talked about using comedy as an avenue to wellness, laughter, and self-care. And in her entrepreneurial journey, there were so many parts to unpack. So take a listen to this discussion about honoring your calling. You know, because I tell people all the time, the reason why I produce what I produce, because I would be doing this in my home with or without you. <laughs> I love having fun. You see yes. what I'm saying? Yes. I love life. Yes. You know, uh, I grew up dancing, my you know, parents having a good time. My dad loves to DJ in the living room. This is a part of my essence. Mm-hmm. I don't, this is not about the show. The show is a brand that I produce. But there's a spirit behind it that's beyond the brand that you cannot stop. Yes. You know, yes. and so, but everybody, I realized everybody don't think like that. Mm-hmm. And so I had to build up that spiritual fortitude and strength to say, I have to do this no matter what. Because I actually, like I said, I took a break from it for a minute. And while I was like, I ain't ever going to produce a show again. I, I actually, I believe in my heart, I got depressed. Because mm-hmm. I ended up getting asked with reflux and I started about to get ulcers. It was stressing me out, wow. you know, and I literally did not even want nobody to see me. I, I married, <laughs> I, I told my husband I want to go to more events. Um, I, did, I didn't want to do anything. I remember going to a friend's house because she was doing like this mini fashion show at her house or whatever. And I remember her uh, saying to me, you know, I walked in the door, she said, oh, everybody, this is my friend, McKenna, she produced events, and she's going to help me, help me with my fashion show, and I looked, I literally looked at her, like, don't tell nobody what I'm doing, like, I didn't want nobody to know what I did no more, I'm like, I just want to be to myself, and I literally had joined a company, because it helped me with my acid reflux, um, this healthy co- coffee, I was drinking this herbal coffee, I actually started doing coffee parties, instead of worry about doing comedy shows, I was literally, and not to say that doing that wasn't a good thing because it did help some people for us health health wise but it wasn't my total i guess purpose so i'm literally going from being a comedy producer and i'm up here just where to do you know coffee parties because i didn't want to deal with depression stress of being a comedy producer anymore mm-hmm. but you know but like once again god will come in again yes. <laughs> and rip you out of your madness it's like <laughs> this is your purpose you can't run from this and then that's when it's like right when I I don't, I don't know if this ever never happened I don't know if I would, I would still be doing what, what I'm doing I, would, I think I literally had meant to be checked out at that time because this is back in 2000 when I whew, that was 2012 2012 where um, a friend of mine had called me and said oh I just went to an event up in LA 
uh, where Kim Coles is doing the birthday bash. Now I think she's going to get back into comedy. And I mentioned to her manager that they should do your show. I wasn't even doing shows at the time. And I was like, well, are you talking about like Kim Coles? Like, you know, Kim Coles? Like, like, yeah, Kim Coles. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, so I was like tripping. I said, oh my God. I said, that would be a blessing to happen. And then part I think happened within about a few months later, I get a call and from our manager, I remember where I was at, we was in the parking lot of Whole Foods. Wow. And, and her manager <laughs> called and said, is this McKenna Gardner? I said, yes. He said, well, I just want you to know that Kim Coles is going to be in your area doing another event in Oceanside and want to know if she maybe could piggyback and do an event with you um, the next day. Are you open to that? Wow. I was like, <laughs> and, and, let, and let me back up a little bit. First, before we went into that conversation, I think I even paused and when, when she said who she was, I said, can you just See, hold one second. We just literally just pulled up, you know, in the parking lot. I said, okay. And I put her hold and I said, I told my husband, oh my God, this is Kim Cole's manager on the phone. And she called, he's like, get back on the phone. We need to say something. <laughs> so I, that's, and so those moments is when I really knew that God would chase you down. Mm-hmm. If you get to the point where you get like the jacked up, thinking that I can't do this no more and there's too much pressure. I don't like the stress to come with this because people will stress you out. And I had to learn how to not allow them to -hmm. come into that space like that. And like, I'm I'm even now, I'm still working on myself to have a warrior mentality when it comes to business because business comes from a place of like corporate America. Some people, even though they work for themselves, still have a corporate America mentality where they don't respect people. It's all about doing driving it in and getting it done they don't care who they hurt whatever you know and so because of that I had to learn to like not get in my feelings so much you know because I may not I may miss out my blessings because I let someone get me upset to where now God want to bless me and I'm up here saying no to my the biggest thing that could ever happen in my life so you know um so that's one of the main reasons why I, you know, tell people that you have to have a great support system, great mentorship, people behind you that support you and, and just have a listening ear and where you can vent because the building a business is, is not easy at all. You know, I mean, we, people see the glory of it when they see all these comedians coming down, celebrities I've worked with, and they say, oh, wow, you worked with this person, but they don't know behind the scenes, like all the stuff you have to go through just to make sure that you keep yourself sane and, mm-hmm. you know, and in business too, financially, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. But everything costs, it costs to make money. It costs you to make money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that is such a man that is so powerful. I mean, the fact that, you know, while you're so um, diligent and conscientious about trying to put on events and things for other people to enjoy themselves and to bring joy and happiness to other people. Yet at the same time, because of all of the stuff happening behind the scenes, you know, you're dealing with your own stress and you're dealing with, you know, the balancing, of course, because you're a wife and mother and, you know, and you have, we all have our own personal challenges and things that we have to deal with. And so this idea that, you know, you are dealing with your own health issues because of the stress and then, um, you know, needing to practice self-care in order Mm -hmm. to resolve those challenges. And so I think 
this is a good place for us to take a break. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619-752-0462. The next guest you're going to hear from is Fatima Harley, yoga instructor and Reiki practitioner. On her episode, We discuss how sound heals, a journey to wellness through crystal singing bowls and yoga. And you will want to grab your headphones for this because Fatima gives us a treat. Stay tuned. All right, and we're back. And um, thank you for listening to this episode. Before the break, we were talking about um, joy and bliss. And um, that is something that we all, I think, have an, a, a, it's a natural human need to find joy and happiness and bliss in our lives. So uh, for me, one of the ways that I bring that about is music. Um, and so what are some of the ways that you do to bring about joy and bliss? <laughs> Well, I think I've always been like that happy-go-lucky person, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm that person that people say, are you always like that? <laughs> and and I would say, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love to laugh. I love my girlfriend time when we get together and laugh and just be silly. Yeah. Um, I love to dance, to just turn on music and dance. Uh, my my friends and my family they crack up because I'm I'm that person that'll just break out in song, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for me, how I create joy and bliss for myself is this silly nature that I have, you know, just being silly and trying to be upbeat. Um, as a kid, I can remember in school I was that kid that liked to make people laugh, and it got mm. me in trouble. <laughs> You know, the the A's and B's, but C's and D's and conducts (laughs) for talking too much in class, that kind of thing. But um, I also love being out in nature. Mm. I love to hike. I know you do as well. Mm -hmm. I love going to the beach. I Mm. love just even just sitting out in my backyard. I just being outdoors. Part of that is probably being a country girl, you know, (laughs) being outdoors in nature, climbing trees when I was younger. Um, those things bring me joy and bliss, but especially music, dance, and laughing with friends and family, just being silly, having a good time. Yeah. And I think, you know, I love that you make that point because we have a tendency to be so serious. And I think, you know, (laughs) right now, especially because there's so much heaviness or Mm. it, it, or I could say, it, it is happening, but I think it's being, we're being bombarded with it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously we have some choices in terms of how we guard our energy, what we mm-hmm. choose to 
watch what we choose to limit ourselves from or what we choose to focus on because right. you know we know that um, there are certain interests who uh, make money off of mm-hmm. um, spreading this kind of message and want to keep people in a certain frame of mind yes. and um, but I always feel like that there's so many more stories of good things that people do for each other each day. There's so many good things. There are millions of things that happen each and every single day that are positive. And, you know, but we have such a tendency with all the stuff that we see to have this heaviness. And Mm -hmm. so I think Mm -hmm. it's so important to, to maintain some sense of levity and to allow ourselves fun, to allow ourselves play. Yeah. Yeah. And and it doesn't mean that we're not aware of what's going on or we're in la la land or anything like that. But that was also part of my healing process Mm -hmm. because I I really believe that when our, our bodies break down or we have some sort of illness going on, it's because there's something... Um, Queen of Fua in her Heal Thyself book, she talks about dis-ease. Yes. Like our body's in a place of dis-ease. Absolutely. And so I really believe that those, you know, those low vibrational feelings of anger and frustration and that it contributes because that that's an in the cells of our bodies, right? That Absolutely. anger that we may hold on, those traumas and things like that. And so I think I made a conscious effort to turn that off. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's always been a part of who I am. But when I started thinking about why, why did I get sick? Why me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? Yeah. I just started looking at how I was living, how I was thinking. Yes. Um, you know, and mild depression and things like that. And so I, I, just, I made a decision at that point that, that I was going to, try to focus on the good, focus on the positive and look for what the good people are doing. You know, when you walk into a room and you see a group of people scowling at you, <laughs> I, I scan the room and I look for that person who's smiling. Yeah. And I go over there and say, hi, I'm Fatima. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you, you laugh because you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome back. So if you haven't already done so, Grab your headphones, sit back and relax as Fatima treats us to the soothing and healing sounds of the crystal singing bowls. Take some deep breaths and enjoy. And welcome back to this episode with Fatima Harley. And um, before the break, I mentioned that um, she is going to share, um, give us a taste of what these beautiful singing bowls can do. And one of the things that um, Fatima does in conjunction with the sound baths is that she also does energy healing through Reiki. So can you tell our listeners um, how that works? What do you do when you do the the sound and energy healing? Oh, wow. So, Basically, Reiki is just a way for us to tap into that um, energy that's within all of us, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of that is kind of like the chi, mm-hmm. you know, that life force energy that we all possess that we can tap into to help heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I do um, 
Reiki sessions. I'm a level two practitioner certified and I do hands on. Mm-hmm. And so I actually will go through and do touch and some hovering and then I will end it with the singing bowls to just kind of clear each of the chakras. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. So it's a beautiful combination. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. And I will be booking with you soon. <laughs> but in the meantime, um, so do you want to tell the listeners what they're about to hear and then you can play something um, Sure. I have a few of my crystal singing bowls here. They're made out of quartz crystal. And the very first bowl that I got, um, I got from a little shop in Arizona. It was on the clearance rack. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so I went over cause, because, you know, I was like, oh, wow, there's those bowls that I saw in yoga teacher training. So I um, played a few of them. And traditionally, just like with any other type of healing crystals, there's the saying that the, they choose you. And so I played a few and this one resonated with me. And this is um, attuned, it's a C note attuned to the root chakra. And I thought, oh, how appropriate, the first chakra. And it was appropriate at the time because, you know, the root chakra deals with our sense of security, our place in the world. And I was having a few issues around that.
just a little taste. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I feel so You're relaxed welcome. right now. <laughs> One of the things we didn't talk about are the benefits of sound baths and lowers high blood pressure, um, stress and anxiety, helps with insomnia and sleep. Mm -hmm. which is um, also one of the first things I used it for, <laughs> was mm -hmm. to help with sleep. Um, helps children sleep and relax. I've had um, parents send me pictures of their kids knocked out after they <laughs> turned on one of my YouTube videos. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, I so appreciate you doing that for us. My, my, my. Well, we have been fed today and I am so excited for what the new year will bring. I'm so excited to come back and share other mic drop moments from season one. And I want to wish you a blessed and prosperous and peaceful new year. I want to wish you good health and safety and bliss. Do me a favor. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your family, friends, and loved ones. Subscribe, write a review, and continue to support as I continue to bring you amazing guests with amazing stories. Have a wonderful day. Peace and love to you.